to part two of this special feature, super long episode uh, with my wonderful friend uh, Gideon Nielsen talking and philosophizing uh, about his uh, about his five month trek. So we are going to continue our journey. Um, hopefully, we brought a few memories back for you in that previous mm. session because you said you weren't quite sure what happened and, and where you were five months ago. So you'll probably have a few better memories uh, at this point, but this is where I noticed a, a, a shift, a shift in you. We've obviously been talking a lot about the anger. Mm -hmm. So um, I think uh, it seems like now it got a bit more um, emotional, but, uh, and, and dark actually, mm -hmm. uh, in a non-angry way. So are you ready? Yes. For a reminder? Horse with a sandwich and two chocolate, uh, whatever. And now I can uh, get going. This will be a long fucking day. Just looking forward to get going. Because walking for me is what keeps me sane and all the bullshit that's happening in the world. And when I say bullshit, just be sure that I really mean bullshit. And bullshit, you say, when it's something that doesn't make sense, when it is downright off track. Looking for that first marker, and then we'll get going. Who dares to look at the fucking truth of what's going on? Or to look beyond and to look at the facts of what's going on. People don't dare to do that. And along with that, there is so much logic that you can only see if you ask questions. And I've been fortunate, and I gotta say this, I've been fortunate to ask questions throughout my life. It's been a natural thing for me. I'm not surprised about what's going on in some sense, because I have followed it for the last many years in terms of what power structures and the systems and all that bullshit, what they do. About why, we, why are there commercials? Why are there celebrities? Why are there all these social norms and constructs that makes people bat battle each other? We are all whole. We should all be whole. We should all be together, support one another. But in our society, we are turned towards each other. We are turned to hate each other, to dislike each other. If we have a different skin color, if we like a different political party, if we come from a rich or poor family, if you're homeless or wealthy, it doesn't matter. All these things come through the radio. If you look, if you sound, if you listen to the news, they will always put two sides up against each other. Always two sides. Because it's in separation that we are weak. And that's what they want to do. They want to separate the truth and the wholeness of the human being. That's what they do. Because if they separate you and make you feel that you're less, that you're not a whole individual, part of this universe, part of the whole organic, biological system that we come from in that nature. If they can make you believe that you're not part of that and it's, or separated from it, you're weak. You'll be weak to the, what they dictate to you. And that's the difference. That's the difference between people who are awake, ask questions, and who are not. Because if you just allow the news and the media to dictate how you think, you're naturally being deceived. You will be deceived not even knowing it. And then when they put a virus up on the news, make you believe that it's the horror of it not telling you that it's not dangerous at all not telling you that if you strengthen your immune system you'll be okay not telling you that you know either go out in the sun or eat some extra vitamin d or um do the exercise eat more greens whatnot they're not telling you that they're telling you to keep away from your neighbor keep away from your family keep away from any random person 
Don't go into a restaurant without somebody having some, something on their face. What does that have to do with health? What does that have to do with logic? What does that have to do with being, you know, just a common sense? Nothing. It has to do with separation of people, separation of the most natural thing in the world, which is commun community, contact, human touch, love, connection, all that good stuff. Please wake up. Please wake up. The reason why I, why I like being out here walking is because I'm not part of that when I'm walking. I'm alone. I'm not part of that whole system. I don't watch the news. I don't do that anyway, but I definitely follow what's going on, you know. But I've also just deleted all my social apps on my phone so I can stop not spending so much time on it. It's not healthy. And why is it not healthy? Because it's full of darkness. It's full of fear. It's not full of anything that's good. All that's good is the most natural thing and most simple things in the world. It's the human connection. It's having food, shelter, water, and a purpose of creating or doing something that will do something good for others or the world. Those five or six things is the only thing that is important in the world. And those things is what is being taken away from you right now. Just to look at it. Bit more relaxed today. Yesterday was another really heavy day, heavy night. Couldn't sleep. It's just really, some days are really tough. I'm wondering what will happen with me, to be honest. What it means. Just as I finished that other video just now, um, I feel like, again, the same feeling as I had when I walked out of Alne. Uh, the joy of the this is right walking like this is right it just makes sense to me. It feels good. And on the, at the core, I just feel happier that I'm doing it. And in addition to that, you know, um, something is pulling in me to do it. So it definitely makes it easier. You know, it's not that I think of a dread to walk. It's I'm being pulled. Uh, there's nothing else I can say. I'm just being pulled to the to wherever I'm heading with this. You know, so that's what I. It's interesting. What what the fuck does that mean? Will it mean anything? I don't know. That's one friend. That's another friend. That's some other friends. And this is the best friend, because he's showing the way. So, these are my good friends. Welcome to day number one fucking hundred. Really happy, feel really good today. Had a really nice talk and conversation with uh, a new friend. Yeah, I've not been very good at taking advice. I've been very good at opening myself up to maybe listening to others or uh, taking in advice or taking in other people's positive energy if they want to help me or support me. And I was not in a really good state, but I think it helped a lot, so have another. As the Greeks I say, die before you die, so when you die, you don't die. The immortality key. The immortality key by Brian Moresco. I had that wrong yesterday. Yeah, it's a beautiful book. It teaches us that psychedelics, when brewed correctly, can help you die before you die. Parentheses of the ego. Death. So that when you die, you don't die. To me, that is one beautiful sentence. Because I actually feel I understand it. The next thing is to actually have that happen.
Jäger. Das ist Jäger. So today is from my grandmother. Today I'm walking for her, thinking about her, thinking about all the memories that we had together, all the games we played together, and all the meals we had together. And uh, appreciate that she was always kind, always kind. She was never mad at me. She was never mad at me. I don't remember any time where she was mad at me at all. She was always kind to me. That is a big, de big deal. So, uh, yeah. Oh, it's a lot of motions coming out. Sanction Pit the port in a few days. Three to four days. Wow. So crazy. That means that when I arrived there, that I've walked 2,500 kilometers or more than. I would say probably close to 2,600, but my own calculations is about, or just over 2,500. Then I have another thousand to go, or uh, a bit more than 900 to the end of the world. So wild. So wild. And uh, I feel very light and excited, and a really high vibration in terms of energy. I, I really feel good. I'm, I'm getting to feel, feel proud. I feel content. Feel uh, joy. Um, it's really amazing to look back and say I really did this. And earlier I had the thought that the reason why, you know, right now my, my legs are just walking and they have been for a while, you know. I don't think about that as hard or whatever. I mean, in the last days I've really proven that, you know. I mean, I've, I've walked really far. If I go all the way to Sanson tomorrow, I have walked 160 kilometers in, in five days. I, I don't think I've done that on the trip. So it's also sort of a conclusion that I, I'm just in the zone, you know, of walking. And I can just keep going and even though I feel pain sort of in my legs I just feel that they're as, as strong as or stronger than that pain you know and as I said to Rana who interviewed me uh, a couple weeks ago pain is a, is a subtle friend you know when you have walked far it's like yeah, pain has become sort of a yeah it's like it's there it's like the ego you know it's there but you can yeah you can notice it and say hey, thanks thanks for watching over me you know or whatever, uh, but I'm not gonna pay too much attention to you because you're gonna destroy everything. Just <laughs> like the pain, so yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah, so the a really nice walk today. Perfect. More than three million steps. Yeah, a lot more than three million. Yeah, really cool to be here soon. Now I'll decide on what tomorrow brings. So this gateway here, that is the official entry as a pilgrim into San Champeta Port and the, uh, and the Camino. <laughs> what are your thoughts um, taking you back to that deep, deep emotion? I know you were very sad because you and I had a lot of conversations at that point. Yeah, I, um, I mean, it, it, I definitely, I think I just became more direct, uh, maybe. 
maybe more confident directly or something. At least that, that was one one thing that I can see is was a difference. It was not like it was not like a victimized uh, human. It was more like a, maybe going up against still, but but more with more power. Um, but I mean, I, there has been a lot of times, and I forget when it was actually. I think it was must have been in France. But in the beginning, I think um, I definitely was in a very, very dark place, and I've seen the darkest. I mean, I when all this began to happen, with this in the world, um, or especially during the trip, when all the restrictions began to become, uh, I began to see it as the end of everything. Um, and both, I mean, that was the fear part of it, but I also began to really, I mean, I I find it very easy to see through this. Uh, see what's what's happening um, not because I am better or more psychic or whatever it's just that I just constantly ask questions I just constantly become I just don't take any, anything for granted other than if I can see a fact or I see a, or if I intuitively can just tell that okay this is logical this makes sense or and I think I was just very frustrated you know I live a life where I try to show maybe myself and the world that we are born to be free I mean I don't, I don't think anybody should live differently than how they choose themselves. And if something else chooses for you in a way where you feel restricted by, by moving, by, yeah, being a human, if that is, yeah, being a human is restricted. I mean, what is that? And it's very, um, I mean, when people, they say sometimes, I mean, I, I, when I feel something, people can see it in, the, in my face. It's just so, <laughs> what I, who I am or what I feel is just in my face. Like, so if I'm angry, I'm angry. I mean, I, it's very, I can't really hide what I feel. And sometimes I think that's probably something I should work on <laughs> just a little bit. So it's not the causes uh, maybe, um, I, I think it can get better at that, but because I think it's, it's not always, uh, always good in all situations, but it's also an honesty that I, that's just there. And I'm very, with all the BS stuff that, that was on the, I was rambling about is that I'm just very frustrated when, yeah, when people are being suppressed or when there's, um, I mean, I think inequality is different from being uh, ruled or chol or whatever. I think we all have different lives and, you know, um, but I think when something outside of us or from some kind of power structure really tries to suppress you, um, in very, very uh, sinister ways or dark ways or whatever you want to call that. I mean, that just pushes my buttons in a, in a way where I I definitely don't want to be that guy. I don't want to feel frustrated or re reactive like, like on the video there or like, and of course that happens. Uh, but I definitely want to be better at just saying, okay, there's things that I can, I can control and, and things I can't. And that goes back to what we talked about before in terms of what I, I can control other people. And if they have their issues, I mean, if we can't talk about that or if they don't see anything, well, what can I do? Nothing. Yeah. So that's also part of that. And then, yeah, just realizing what, what I can do. And part of this trip has also been to really just become a better man, you know, be more at ease and peace with myself. And I think that that can make a difference because then of course I'll be, be more of that to, towards others. So um, I think that's also just sort of a simple realization that that's 
that is what I can do. Um, and that's yeah. what, I mean, that's what comes later. But mm. during, during this, this kind of this middle, middle phase, yeah, it was, it was to me, what, what just came to the visual that came to me was, was like a snake shedding skin. You know, mm -hmm. you, you, you've outgrown it. So you got to the anger point and now it's mm. starting to peel off. But, but even that process is a bit painful. So we didn't see the same, um, the same yo-yoing of, I'm really happy, I'm really angry, I'm really happy, I'm really angry. Mm -hmm. But um, it was it was almost like a dawning and a realization, and it felt like a so dark darkness, not in an angry way, but darkness in a, a deep, deep um, brewing sadness, coupled with reality, but but still getting on top of you. You weren't quite at that point yet where you could not let it get to you, where you could yeah. separate yourself from it. You would. In it, he was still part of it, mm. and there was part of it was it, but it wasn't. It wasn't the same type of anger. It was. It was a frustration, but it was almost a, a defeatist of I can't do anything yeah. about this. I don't know what's gonna. I don't know what will become of me. I don't know what will yeah. happen to me. I don't mm. know if I want to be in this world anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the battle to who would win, right? I mean, about the battle of the mind. Yeah, where. Uh, yeah, it was, it was actually really deciding being, being a victim to what I can't control or be, uh, be, um, what would you call that? Um, a wise, more wise man or a wise person or a wise human that, that understands or an aware human, I guess, maybe that is aware of what, what I can change or what I can't, um, I'm not in the shoes of politicians or uh, big business or banks or whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm part of the system, I guess, in some sense, but I'm also, yeah, there's a difference, I guess, or in, in what scale of where I am or what I give. So I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, um, that's also what I felt more and more. Um, the last period of time that I've just been more and more relaxed. Um, and, uh, you yeah. I think that maybe, I mean, cause you can have all these kinds of thoughts about how, how will you react or this, maybe this, I don't like the word expectation, but like this, this idea of we want to, okay, when I arrive, everything will be good, you know? <laughs> and, and it's also a realization that no, arriving is part of whatever journey I'm still on, but it's a cycle that is finishing and can re can, can that ends. I mean, this journey ended yesterday. Maybe I'm walking further. I don't know, but what I was called out to do is finished. And that just means that something new can begin. And um, there's nothing that starts or stops that way. You know, there's nothing like a switching, or where just like, you know, it's it just being, uh, oh, okay, good, Gideon, you arrived here. Everything is good now. You can just uh, be a heavy bee and, and pollinate all the flowers and then be good to go, you know? I mean, uh, and I think that has been sort of interesting to sort of like, okay, I'm there. Okay, I went out to the 0.0, .0 marker there and okay. Um, 
what now or what's what's what, what does this mean you know and you can you can sort of like okay is there something coming to hug me or hit me or um you know but um yeah i think um yeah i mean in terms of the process itself that stage it would definitely um yeah there was some very heavy stuff that came out the first two two and a half months very heavy stuff and then i flip back and forth it seemed more i guess is that i don't know if that's how you observed it but where i was maybe very attached to this defeated place uh in some in some way and um maybe through the process trying to maybe not trying but the process sort of showed that that needed to be needed to come through as well like the anger you know the that those attachments and those things i mean they had to come through and be experienced as well in some, in some way. And, and then, um, during that or after that, whatever is after, um, has made more room for spaciousness or just being more relaxed. And of course, I'm not, I'm not sitting here and nothing is done. I mean, I, I'll, I'm still who I am and I've been through what I have been, but of course I hope that this experience have elevated me into a place where I I'm more aware of, what I can and cannot control and, and, uh, and not go into those states of, of defeat and really see, okay, what is it that I can do as a human? What is, what is important? And um, if there are some things that I have not felt for, for many years in terms of being calm, you know, being relaxed, being confident. Yeah. I'm feeling more of that right now. Um, and having this, I mean, now, I, I often sort of talk about that the feeling I didn't have that I saw other people have was this confidence in a skill. Like some people, that have been, they've gone through an education or they have, they have learned a skill or they have something that they, they have. They are good at something. They have a skill. And I never, I never had that because I didn't, know, I didn't know what my life was about. But I knew that it was not going to be a part of the system in the, in the same way that many people live like they've gone through this system of education and they have an eight to four job and i just it's just never been for me and during that i've always been questioning why so why am i here you know what what am i here for and what how can i do what i love and what is that <laughs> and that has been so interesting to look back on and say okay i i was in this coaching group in 2011 12 where i you know, I'm doing that time. And when I started traveling and also before that, my dad and me, we often talk about this, you know, uniqueness as a human being, which is kind of an obvious thing, you know, uh, but I've kept, you know, this, you know, this vision of the journey in life and we all on it, you know, and also very obvious sort of, okay, we all living this life and we, we just go down this, these weird paths, you know, at times or, you know, and, and, uh, but we all have a journey and a story and, and whatnot. And, uh, and then, you know, the logo or the idea came from a one guy in the coaching group, you know, journey navigator. That's a cool, uh, that makes sense to you, Gideon. You know, you always talk about this stuff and you're traveling and yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden a book came out, you know, your unique journey is what I called it, you know, and the front cover was, you know, me walking down a path that you can't see ending and, and that was before I even started walking, you know, I didn't even, I had, hadn't even taken a long walk, really. I had been, uh, been, been hiking a few times or, you know, the, the occasional walk, you know. Um, but then all of a sudden I get inspired within 
between 11 and 2011 and 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 14 to to walk the Camino the first one in 2014 the, the French way of the Camino which is the one I've been on here at the end um, and then the year after I walked through Portugal and um, and um, now seeing after like so that was five years ago five and a half years ago that I'm living I'm living out what I have been interested in even though it was just it was just prickling prickling what do you call it? is that a word prickling mm-hmm. uh, underneath the surface you know and and all of a sudden and that's what I still have to sort of if I'm 100% sure but I think on the on June 7th when I got the epiphany of walking I'm pretty sure that on the same day because I've been through a process of letting go of relationship for a month where I've been walking a lot in my neighborhood and I've done a lot of meditation and been and talking to a friend, a meditation friend, a coach uh, for that period of time to really get me centered and all that stuff. And that day or that morning, I just like, okay, I'm just going to meditate. So I meditate for like three hours or close to three hours. And of course that's not recommended because then you, you get a lot of stuff coming up. And if you're not capable of sort of um, holding that or uh, whatever, then, it, it can actually, it can probably, it, it might not be good. It might not be uh, beneficial, but I, I felt like, okay, I need to, I need to walk now. I mean, something needs to, <laughs> needs to come through the system. Right. So, so I walked and I'm pretty sure it was that day, but if, if it was, I'm not surprised in some sense that that epiphany came to me that day on based on three hours of meditation or whatever, and based on a month of, of walking. So, um, um, so yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but um, um. there are a couple of things to pick you up on. I think that would that would really um, be interesting to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, one is is what we were talking about the attachment, and like you say, you're on a journey, and okay, you get you get there, but actually you're not there. Okay, that journey ends, but a new beginning starts. And I think as people, so often when we're not present. And I think this is why this period of time is so challenging for so many people because they're being forced to stand still the same way as we would allow ourselves to stand still when we meditate because mm. it opens us up. It opens us up to lessons, to learning, to curiosity, mm. to epiphanies. Mm. Um, but everybody is being forced to, to stand still right now and they can't attach to things. So they can't attach to anything false. Mm which is why it's like a mass awakening because you can't distract yourself. You can't distract yourself by, uh, by planning parties and planning events and planning holidays and and doing stuff all the time. You'll be Mm. forced to be still. And of course you on your walk couldn't in that middle bit, I I just can't even imagine how, how far the Santiago still seemed uh, through some of that darkness, but you just kept going. Mm. You just kept taking the steps, just kept taking the steps, like you were just resigning yourself, but trusting, oh, well, wherever I'm going, I'm going, this is going to take me. And like I said, the day becomes that death of the, the ego, like I said, that, that shedding of the skin, there was that, that transition, which like I said, I think a lot of people are, are going through, through that, not, not in the same depth, but, but I've, I've witnessed it at the moment because because they're noticing things that they never noticed before. And then, mm. and then it's about choice again, about whether you react, which is how you were, 
mm. versus whether you respond, which is from what I see how you are now. So mm. there's a couple of things to talk about there. You know, it's, it is that awakening process. It's, 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 it's not, you know, we always tell ourselves we'll be happy when, don't we? We'll be happy. I'll be happy when this happens. I'll be happy when that happens. Mm. Well, why don't you try and just be? Yeah. Whatever comes, whether it's happy or sad or joyful. And that's what I saw uh, mm. in you at that time. You just, it was just like you just, you didn't, you didn't attach to the feelings. Just, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to be and, and what will be, will be. Yeah, I've, I think the, the one, what I'm thinking about is just that I think we started talking about that or that was maybe before we recorded um, that all you need to do in terms of what I have done now or if you talk, if, you know, we talk about walking and, and this, this journey, all you need to do is just take the steps, just, just walk, keep walking. And I think that, that probably will become some sort of uh, um statement for me just keep walking you know um keep walking because the process that it generates is what will make you come alive it really will be um and um yeah what did we talk about <laughs> i think also then within that within that metaphor i, I know where that came from that was yeah that was from my last interview and then the article i wrote i think i i, I said something along the lines of um you know the thing is it's just keep walking just keep taking the steps and from someone who's walked five million steps in nearly six months i think we really need to take notice of that advice he knows what he's talking about but um i think uh from what you just said that the keep walking is also with that metaphor because it's a metaphor for life as well right you've you've literally walked but for other people it's just just keep going don't mm. give up because yeah. when you're again it's about being open and curious when we're open when we're curious you never know where it could take you and again mm. that's, again that's not necessarily a destination it's maybe a realization about about yourself and an opportunity for growth yeah. And here you are really escalating those energy levels from frustration, anger, victimhood, woe is me, into this period of, of acceptance, learning to forgive, starting to become uh, at peace, starting mm. to be, really starting to, to resonate in that level of consciousness more, more steadily, more, more finding your feet. I guess another metaphor, really. Mm. You know, you're, not, mm. you're not rocking so much. You're just... Uh, uh, leveled off and you know you, you talked about it the death of the ego obviously your grandmother died and then she'd been mm. leveled from just before you in June right and that was a that was a sad day uh yeah I forget the date was it oh it was on my dad's birthday 8th of October yeah um yeah I mean, I, I think what, what has been interesting often was that the times where I felt a bit negative or felt a bit, okay, walking is not so fun today or, you know, getting up in the morning and, okay, getting out there again. What has been very interesting to feel is that every single time almost, I don't think there's been, I don't really think there's been, if, if it has been, it's been maybe once or twice, but then when I got going after it would, you know, it was not there anymore in terms of just wanting to walk. But very often, if not all the time, I felt this very curious sort of excitement, just subtle, a subtle excitement. Okay, I'm walking now because I know it helps me. You know, I know it gives me something. 
and I know it will get me to where I need to go. Um, and then is that I think it will be it'll be interesting to see what the next days and, and weeks will bring in terms of clarity or whatever. But it'll so far it's kind of hard to to explain to people that that I don't feel I did this. Like I, I the, the epiphany that I got is so clear. And if you see the last videos from when I left Astorga, so that was a couple of weeks ago, I guess, I began to really realize that this epiphany was so clear and it's gotten me all the way here with all the things that has happened. And if I had left five days later, seven days later, you know, stayed a few more days in Paris or a couple more off days somewhere, or, you know, it could easily have been five, seven, nine days more or later, I would not have been able to finish. But everything has been perfectly in terms of timing, everything. Like I've been worried, worried if I could finish, I have been scared or afraid that I could not finish. But when that said, the doors to the regions behind me have closed like right when I got out or on the day that I got out. And I'm not saying closed in the sense that you couldn't be there, that something was not open because there was pilgrims behind me as well. And there has been for the last two weeks. So it hasn't been an issue issue, but it has just been interesting to see that that happens though. You know, the regions did close right when I left. Burgos and Lyon was closed before I went there but open as I got there, you know, why? And when I got to Santiago, two days later, the cathedral uh, closed because of the restoration they're doing to the, to the church, you couldn't enter that. So I wouldn't be able to enter the church. And it's not like a big deal, you know? I mean, the church is not very interesting inside because it's, they're restoring everything. So it's not really the experience that I've been, that I tried before. But it's just constantly, I've just witnessed that my timing, timing of, of it all has been perfect. Like based on this epiphany, based on being pulled in this direction, there's like, when I look back, it's like everything has been, you know, following exactly how, and, and I'm just, I'm hundred percent convinced I was guided now. And it's not because I didn't feel that way before the last months, because I felt that way the entire time, but whatever it is, in the universe, whatever you believe in, whatever this energy is that is divine or whatever you want to call it, God or yeah, divine or energy or doesn't matter. It's there. I'm 100% convinced that something is guiding you if you listen. And it's not because I haven't really listened to that before, but this time it was like, I'm, I lived it. I lived, or I, I lived, what do you say? It lived through me or whatever. Like, and, um, you know, the day before my two last days here walking, the day before it rained, and I'm not just taking I'm taking days off, you know, like I'm walking through the rain. I mean, I'm, you know, some people take buses, some people take taxis. No, that was not an option for me at any time. Um, so when it rains, it rains. And when it snows, it snows, it doesn't matter. I need to walk. Um, it's very rare that I take days off just, and again, it's because of the pole. I didn't, uh, take many days off and if I did shorter days fine but I didn't feel the need to take too many days off but the day before Mushia 
uh, it rained all day, pretty much. The last few hours, it maybe didn't, or the last couple of hours. And the day after I finished, it rained like crazy yesterday, you know. Why was it so, why, is, why was it like that, you know? And it's been just an ongoing thing where I've just like realized that, yeah, I was guided. I was meant to do this. There is nothing I could have done other than just follow the pull. And um, that's interesting. <laughs> and I don't know what, really what to do. It sounds like you've answered questions with just having more questions. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's what you said, you know, about, about perfection. And again, it's everything is perfect. Everything is perfect. Everything is there for us. It's just we have to be able to see the, the, the opportunity and the purpose in it, even if it's a struggle, it's there for us. And it's perfect because as painful as it might be or joyful as it might be, it, it's, it's perfect because it just is. And it just, it, it's, you know, every day, every day that rained and you happened to walk through it, the timing was perfect. Just everything that happened as much as if you look back at those videos and think you were in a foul mood or you were effing and blinding and having a crap time and particularly um france i think you really you really struggled um at, which we saw in those videos that that was france and then coming into the beginning of spain and then you know your mood which we're going to get onto in in part three uh, you know as soon as you pass um got onto the camino proper which is where we've just ended that video mm. but, you know, and you were you were struggling. You were getting really pissed off with having to find places to stay, um, variable prices. Obviously, there weren't any other. You weren't walking with anybody, and again, that's where we see a big shift at the beginning of the Camino Trail. But you know, as crap as it was, see, so now I sound very British, so not as crap as <laughs> as crap as it was. Um, now, when you reflect back on it, you're already seeing the opportunity and the perfection of it because it got you there, it got you there on time. Mm. Yeah. And so when we're in that moment, so often we're fighting, we're fighting with ourselves, we're fighting with circumstances, which is again what we witnessed. Mm. But when we have that time to reflect and it's, it can be really hard for people, again, when they're going through a tough time, when you hear that, that word, you know, trust it and trust the journey and, you know, enjoy the journey. And it's like, how the hell am I supposed to enjoy this bloody journey? It's pouring down with rain. It's, <laughs> it's freezing cold. I'm suffering. I'm in pain. Uh, and yet I can bet every single person, if they look back at a tough time in their life and if they've taken the time to reflect years later, the pain is gone because you've dissociated, but you realize the perfection of it. Mm. Yeah. And you're just there now, the beginning of that, with more questions brewing. Well, I, um, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. Um, okay, we're going to go to part three then. Let's take you on <laughs> the Camino. Your mood, your mood. So we've had this struggle, we've had the middle ground. Is that what you would call, would you have called that a lot of the mental phase? Because I think you really got into that spiritual phase when you started the Camino proper. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not, nothing is set in stone, like in terms of these phases, of course, but definitely, and it also has to do what I found out is a bit has to do with your the, the the mindset in terms of the understanding of the length of your journey and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's that has sort of a an intricate sort of 
weird correlation or um, what do you say, culmination or, but um, yeah, I mean, the beginning is always tougher than the end, I think. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, the tests will keep coming, but yeah. Um, right. So shall we move on? Sure. <laughs> Let's get you through that gateway in uh, Shenzhen Pied de Port, right? Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah. When you start the the, the Camino proper. Um, uh, okay. All right. So we're going to have a quick break. Join us in part three. Feel on top of the world with Light Changes Coaching. Do you feel like burying your head in the sand, hoping it will all be fine when you come out? Do you know what you want, but no idea how to get it? Are you stuck on the treadmill, repeating the same old patterns, wishing the answers would just be there for you? How great would it feel to have those answers right there in the palm of your hand? Well, did you know that there is a way to get immediate answers, fast resolution of inner problems and quick access to a higher state of awareness? After 20 years of helping people, I have perfected a special technique that allows you to tap into your intuition. Connect with your intuition in just five minutes a day using this special technique, Dr. Renner's gift technique, the guided intuition and fulfillment training, and you can have those light bulb moments every day. So get what you want, a job that gets you excited when you get up in the morning, a relationship where you can look across the table and think how much you love that person, a body that you're proud to have and look in the mirror and absolutely love, a bank balance that you're not afraid to look at. My gift to you is a simple, quick technique to access your intuition and give you the instant answers you need to get unstuck without having to do lengthy meditations. So head on over right now to lightchangescoaching.com and download yours.